Hey, before we get into the new episode, I just wanted to thank you for taking the time out to tune in to Voice of the Makers. Now, if you will, take a screenshot of yourself listening to this episode, post it on your Instagram, and tag at Gemini Fly. Now, if you're listening over in Apple Podcasts, please leave a five-star rating and review. I know you hear this all the time, but listen, some people have received free jewelry from me, free shopping calls, because they just did a simple gesture as letting me know what resonated with them, that they liked an episode, just something simple. So if you don't mind, please, please, please do that for me. And uh, yeah, let's get into the episode. So hello and welcome to Voice of the Makers. I am your host, Ginger, and I'm coming to you today with Season 3, Episode 1. So I guess you're wondering, why are we in a different season? And it's because I'm in a different season in my life, in my brand, in my business, just period. We're in a different season as human beings right now. And so I wanted to start a new and kind of transition Voice of the Makers into more of storytelling, um, sharing experiences, and sharing just things that I'm going through in the current stage. I feel like previous episodes, I've spoken from a place of what I've learned in the past. And now I want to kind of speak in real time, because I feel like, you know, we're in a time where it's so many entrepreneurs either emerging or re-emerging on the scene, because like right now, Within um, the height of COVID-19, we're really having to be innovative. Like we're really having to figure out, okay, what can I do to either keep my brand going or how can I build a brand because I no longer have a job? Yes. If you're listening to this podcast at this moment, we, our country, the United States of America is in a a crisis right now where um, a lot of businesses are closed. They don't know when they're going to reopen. Some are closed indefinitely. Um, A lot of uh, job positions have been furloughed. You do have some states that are slowly starting to reopen. And even though that's good, it's still not practical um, in you know, the way old the old way ran because of the safety of this virus is still alive. There's no cure yet. And, you know, so this is when it is so valuable to use your um, creativity, your imagination, those plans, those things that are in your heart that have always been in your mind and bring them out. I mean, what can you do right now? But, you know, even if you fail, you have you stand a chance of winning, <laughs> you know, you stand a, a a more likely chance to see a win right now. So whether that's starting a podcast, whether that's starting a product or service based business, I really, really encourage you coming from a brand, a standing brand to do that, you know, and of course, you want to do your research. You want to get on Google, you want to get your books, you want to right now, there's so many online services that are offering free subscriptions to um, Kindle books. And uh, I think Skillshare has like two free months. So there's no excuse that I don't have the money to do the research. I don't have the time. Well, you have the internet because if you're listening to this podcast, you have access to the internet. If you have a Facebook account, Twitter, you have um, Snapchat, 
Instagram, you have access. So let's stop letting our excuses overwhelm us and halt us from proceeding to things that may change the trajectory of our lives, you know? So, because um, people are doing it, people are doing it. And, you know, I like to start off with myself. Um, with the whole COVID-19 thing, I really was kind of um, scared about keeping my brand going, right? And so I was like, you know, who's going to really want to buy jewelry in this time when things are so crazy and, you know, running out of toilet paper and hand sanitizer and disinfectant? Like, who's going to want to buy jewelry? And, you know, I kind of took like a week off that first week, like the week of March 13th, 2020. And I was just on the internet kind of chilling, you know, I wasn't really in a heightened situation where I was like, okay, okay, I need to make a sale, I need to promote, I need to do this and that. So I kind of just chilled out and kind of paid attention to the news, what was going on, taking the precautions for me and my family, right? So Sharon Beeson, and I believe that I've mentioned her before, but if I haven't, Sharon Beeson, look her up on Instagram. Um, she's over woman newer, um, which is a spin on entrepreneur women newer and um she always posts these beautiful posts that are so inspiring and encouraging to creatives and entrepreneurs so and one she was like okay no this is the time that you should be going hard in the paint this isn't a time to slow down and you know pump your brakes and you know, some people probably looked at it and said, girl, please, it's a crisis going on or lady, please. <laughs> it's a crisis going on. I don't know if, um, you know, I'm trying to make sure that I'm staying alive and healthy. And I get that. But for some people that they need to always be doing something or things will just lie dormant like me, it was an eye opener. Like it was an awakening, like, hey, try it. You know, what, what can it hurt? So I decided to have a sale and I haven't had a sale in a long, long time. I want to say I haven't had a real huge sale since Black Friday 2019. So I had this sale and boy, when I tell you, it went bonkers, like crazy. I literally had a shop full of like almost 200 products, 200 pieces of handmade jewelry. When I tell you like after two weeks of that sale, I was down to 50 I was like, oh my gosh, like I have to now find time to not only ship these orders, but to make new pieces in the shop. And, you know, I was so happy. I was so blown away and overwhelmed with the fact that I feel like God put that message out there for me through Sharon to keep going and to keep pressing and to not doubt myself and not let something um, like COVID-19 get me so overwhelmed that I could not operate in my gift you know so I'm I'm so thankful for that so yeah I, I just wanted to again use me and use my current experiences to encourage you all voice of the makers is definitely taking on a different standpoint because um I have been feeling a little I don't know a little shy about posting new content. I don't want to talk about what everyone else is talking about. I want to talk about what is practical and what moves me and what I feel like will touch other people. Um, I always have customers and other creatives sliding in my DM, sending me emails, asking me questions about, you know, promoting and apps and uh, 
sourcing products and just the balance of branding and family and life. And so I feel like that is where this podcast needs to be moving. It needs to be evolving with what is going on in my life. So yeah, that's why we're on season three. This is episode one. And I wanted to um, lean into creative support. That is a very, very tough subject. Because I feel like creative support definitely varies. It varies from gender, age, race, culture, um, the demographic where you live, the type of brand or how connected you are within certain genres and industries. Creative support is something I want to tap on because it has been driving me nuts. Like, I try to make time to talk to my fellow constituents, my fellow creatives, my fellow brand uh, leaders, my my fellow business women and men, you know. And sometimes it's really easy and it's very, very supportive and encouraging. And then sometimes it's disappointing as hell and it's it's discouraging and it. It's overwhelming sometimes and it just takes too much time because people don't want to do the work. And I'm here for that new creative, that person who's like, okay, you know, I know what I want to do. I have this vision. I want to open up a, a clothing store. I want to, you know, make my own clothes. And they're looking at people like Mimi G and some of the other um, well-known people in the sewing community. And they want to just pick her brain, you know, and and here's what I want to throw out there. Unless she offers that to you, that service to the public, you have to be really careful with that because some people just aren't open to that. And guess what? That's their prerogative. It's not them being mean. It's not them withholding information. Some people, they just don't go inward that way. They would rather show you or they would rather just, you know, um, offer their offerings, whatever it is, their makes, their product, their services, and not do the teaching part. That's why brand strategists have just blown uh, Instagram and, and, and the internet, Pinterest out of the water because these are men and women who all they want to do is show a business and a brand how to um, take their product and their service to the next level. You know, they want to show them how to customize their websites, how to take pictures, how to promote on Instagram stories and Facebook. Those are the people that you pay the money to because this is your baby. This is what you want. You want to get it off the ground. I don't think you should always look to your left and right at the people that are doing exactly what you envision yourself doing or what you want to do and say, you know what? Ginger's the jewelry artist. I want to make jewelry. I'm going to Ginger and ask her da 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 A, B, C, and D. Because there is a strong possibility that Ginger A may not have time. Ginger may uh, not want to. And she may just, you know, not be in a position to explain every detail that's going on. Um, when I first started, and I mentioned this in season one and some in season two, that I used to like slide into people's messages and inboxes and say, hey, you know, um, I, I don't think I ever was just like, hey, how do you do this? I don't think so. Like if it was an app or something like that and my friend was doing something, I may have asked, girl, how did you do that screen record? Or what app is for that? And some people are very, very... Um, forward with sharing that information and some people are kind of like 
girl, just Google it. And I used to be offended. But now that I am in that role, I'm like, no, Google is your best friend. Siri is your best friend. Um, what's the other lady? Um, I can't think of her with Android. Like, Alexis, those, Alexa, those are your friends. That's who you need to be communicating with to find out these answers that you feel like, okay, I'm just going to ask her because she has time. She already does this. Boom. She can answer the question. Now, if you find someone that has the time and wants to answer it, cool. You've won. That's a great thing. But if you don't, don't get offended. Just move on to the next thing and not so much the next person. Don't spend your time going around asking everyone that makes clothes how they got started with their website. Do the research. Do the legwork. Now, not meaning to jump on that horse, but going back to creative support, like it's cool to me. I have friends that are creatives that have brands that, you know, I go and show the mad love on their pages. I'm under their comments. I'm sharing their work with my audience, you know, because I really, truly love them and I love their business or service. Point blank, period. That's my way. Everybody's not that way. Some people will have friends that are in business and have brands and they're afraid to share their platform. They don't want to, you know, let people know. They'll slide in their friends' DMs and say, oh, your work is looking good or how are you? But they don't want to let people know publicly that they have a relationship with you or that they support you. It could be of a fear of someone that they know doesn't like you, (laughs) doesn't like your brand, or it could simply be, I don't want to share my platform with you because of the fear that maybe they'll lose someone, um, lose a customer if they share. Some people are like that. Let's just call it, you know, call it what it is. And some people just don't know any better. They just know how to run their show, run their game, and they don't really understand the aspect of one hand washes the other, you know, or if I help you, you can help me. Or if you don't, it doesn't matter. I did a, I sold a good seed, you know? So Lately, I have been having some situations where I feel like these creative support systems have been more like leeches where they're latching on and they're just like picking your brain constantly. They're trying to find out how you move in this world because it may seem like you're getting followers and you're making sales. They're actually looking on your paper, not really knowing how you even constructed your curriculum. And they're so intrigued that it's driving them crazy. Well, listen. I say, if you have someone like that, get them off of your bus, like stop the bus, open the door and let them off because they will drain the heck out of you. You know what I'm saying? They will um, just pump you for everything till you're depleted. They don't care. They just want to know because they're trying to jump up in the ranks or whatever they're trying to do. They're trying to step on necks, shoulders, eyeballs. They don't care. Um, Some people don't know any better. They're just really giddy about what you're doing. And it's okay too to let them know, hey, I want to talk to you about that. But right now I'm in a season where I'm busy. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, Don't be afraid to say, hey, I don't feel comfortable. I need to cut this at the cord. Or hey, let me get back with you because right now it's just not a good time. I have struggled with being upfront about that I have uh, suffered with getting mad and saying I dare her or I dare him you know 
try to do this little evil thing they're trying to do, like throw me off my game or get into my head or see what I'm doing. You know, like I dare them not figure out how to get in where they fit in. Because see, here's the thing. Your tribe is going to be attracted by the things that you're saying and doing. So I can't do something just like Lisa because Lisa, what the, what she does may not work for me. You know, the people that follow me may not like when I talk about what I ate for lunch. They could care less. They may want to know more about the music that I'm listening to. You know, so I encourage you, get to know your audience. Find your niche. Find your voice. Don't always do what you think everybody else is doing. Find you a professional, dedicated uh, brand strategist with receipts so that you can see the reviews and the um, the testimonies from previous uh, clients of theirs and get with them and let them look through your um, your your branding and your your website and your, the culture of your brand and see what they need to tweak and help you out with. They will take you to the promised land. I mean, I've had some experiences with some and I plan on doing that because I don't know all there is in business. You know, it's really hard to be both a creative and the business person too. You know, um, I think I do a really decent job. I think I could do better. And I eventually want to be in a position where I can source more things out because you're a human being, you have a life, you have to take care of yourself and your families. So it's kind of hard just to be in your quote unquote, home office, Doing the things, promoting social media, conducting email surveys, sending out newsletters, making sure that you ordered those business cards, making sure that you spelled every word on the business card correctly. I just had a mishap with one word on one of my jewelry care cards. And and listen, I'm going to use that as an example. I just ordered some jewelry care cards because, yes, I do my research. I research people in my genre. And when I see something that I like or that I think will work for me, I tweak it and make it work for me. It's not stealing. I'm not taking your, your word for word. But, hey, if it works, I'm going to add a jewelry, uh, a jewelry care card to my package. I'm going to add maybe some different illustration, not copying. You see what I'm saying? It's learning. It's taking something and making your own. It's just like the sound of music right now. Nothing is original. Like the stuff was original, you know, whoever made the first hip hop song or the first uh, opera song. But it still has an origin and it's just taken on a different life as the years have progressed. But underneath it all is still that original design, that original format. So... Don't feel bad about that. Just don't go around stealing people's everything. <laughs> you know, that's that's crazy. And if they catch you, they're going to be like, you know what? You are a stalker. And Lord, don't let them be copyrighted or anything like that. Then you may be in big trouble. So, you know, just just stay in your lane. Do the work. It's just like, you know, if you want to lose weight, you can go and work out in the gym. You can eat right or you can go have surgery. Still have to eat right, but you can go and have an evasive sur- surgery that may be life-threatening. It's your choice. Um, 
So yeah, going back to not just harping on creative vultures with the whole creative support thing. When you have someone, another creative that support, make sure that you keep that relationship pristine, you know, intact and on the money because it is hard to come by another creative that is just genuine that wants to see you win that wants to support you and it support doesn't necessarily meaning you buy my earrings I buy your purse I've done that but that doesn't necessarily amount to a whole lot you know it could be I've had people that have genuinely supported me by reposting a post on my Instagram or sharing my website or wearing a shirt and tagging me, you know, <clears throat> excuse me. So look for genuine support, you know, and when you build your tribe, make sure that it's full of genuine people, you know, um, you may have to weed some people out, but for the most part, you're going to be attracted to certain qualities. So just keep those qualities in mind. And if it sounds like a duck, quacks like a duck. It's a duck. <laughs> you can't get around that. So be careful of that too. Um, I've learned this too. Don't expect your support to always look like you. Don't expect your support to be in your same exact genre. I have friends that are in different age ranges, different genders, different races, different beliefs, backgrounds, and it's sexual preferences. It's great. For me, it keeps things exciting. It keeps things uh, fun <laughs> and creative. So I don't want to only talk to people that make jewelry and the type of jewelry that I make. I want to talk to someone that makes fine jewelry. I want to talk to someone that sews. I want to talk to someone that weaves. I want to talk to someone that does hair. You know, I want to have friends that that are brand strategists, you know. So make sure that you spread yourself out, spread the love because Building a community is not always going to look and feel exactly like you. Um, authentic support. What is authentic support? That's supporters who support you no matter what. Like whether you take a break and come back, whether you go from making all silver jewelry to now you're making all copper rose gold jewelry. They're still following you. They're checking on you. Um, they're sliding your DMs to see, you know, how's it going with the family? How are you holding up with COVID-19? Respect and honor authentic support, you know, support them like they support you. Leave comments on their posts, you know, repost their things, share it in Instagram, you know, have a, a conversation here and there. That's very important and vital to having and building a creative support team. Show love, always show love, always say thank you, always use their name if it's, you know, if you know it, always, you know, ask questions that are relevant, like, how is your dog doing? I know that you said he wasn't doing so well and you had to take him to the vet or did you ever get over that cold or did you finish braiding your hair because it looked like it was going to look nice. Keep that conversation going because it shows that you're really interested when you're paying attention, you know, to that person. And those relationships will mount up to something huge. Give back. Give back. And, you know, try to give back to those who give to you. 
I know that, you know, it doesn't really matter if you give to someone that hasn't um, partaken in something that you have going on. But I lost my train of thought. So I'm just going to run it back. It is important to give back not only to people that give to you, but also give to people that maybe aren't in a position to patronize. Maybe they want to. Maybe they're always commenting on your stuff. Maybe they are saying, you know, one day I'm going to order a pair of earrings from you or one day I'm going to get that necklace. Maybe offer them a discount code for the first time or maybe send them something small and say, hey, I know you said you were going to get this necklace for me, but here's some little trinkets, some little earrings. You know, maybe you want to try out to see how um how my things are in person. So those are just some little things that you can do to keep yourself sane while building your tribe and weeding out creative vultures when you're trying to make sure that your creative support team is intact. You know, like I said, be aware of people that are trying to just jump on the train because it looks like it's all shiny and, and oiled up and moving in the right direction. Uh, bandwagon people just, you know, weed them out because nobody has time for that. Not in this day and age. We're looking for authentic relationships, valuable friendships. That's all we want the rest of 2020 and beyond. So if you love what you heard and you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure that you go and leave that five star rating and review. I don't know why people just don't like doing that, but you know, it's free 99. It doesn't cost you anything. It can go a long way. I have shocked people and given them discount codes, sent them free things just because they did that one simple, selfless task of saying, hey, you know, I loved episode one of season three or girl, when you said something about creative vultures, I felt that in my spirit, you know, Um, just You never know. And if you're not listening on Apple Podcasts, what you can do is take a screenshot right now, post it on your Instagram and tag at Gemini Fly. I'll see it. And this will help my podcast reach more people. So anyway, until next time, you take care, you stay safe and I'll see you soon. Bye.